Welcome to our Huntsville City Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Amy Bailey, and I'm your podcast host and publisher of Huntsville City Lifestyle Magazine. In this podcast, we'll tell you the stories of this vibrant city and the people that call it home. Stay connected with us on Instagram at Huntsville City Lifestyle or read all of our publications online at citylifestyle.com. Welcome to this episode of Pop-Up Huntsville. I'm your host, Amy Bailey, with Huntsville City Lifestyle Magazine, and today we are going to talk about a fun topic that you may have seen trending, and that is Dry January. In our January issue, you will find an article entitled, The New Way to Sip, which talks more about this sober, curious trend and has some fun places in Huntsville to have non-alcoholic cocktails. And today, in honor of Dry January, I have with me my dear friend who has also joined in on this sober, curious movement, and her name is Denisa Gaddis. Thank you, Denisa, for being here. Thank you for having me, Amy. I believe it was around Thanksgiving that you came up to the office, and we started having this conversation, and we realized, well, that would be a nice topic for a podcast, and so here we are. Yes, I think we talked for over an hour about it, and we were like, well, we need to share all of this information with our friends and family. For me, it has been the best gift that I could have ever given myself. Absolutely. And I cannot believe that I have not drank alcohol in four years. That is unbelievable because it was a big part of my life, part of celebrations, part Mm -hmm. of getting through the day, the week. And it has been absolutely incredible. And when people ask me, oh, do you think you'll ever drink again? I say, no, I just love the way this feels too much. And that's true. I don't really miss it. And I just can't imagine not feeling this good, you know. I agree, a hundred percent. Waking up in the morning. I don't think anyone wakes up sober in the morning and wishes they had had a drink the night before. Yeah. You just don't do that. (laughs) That's true. And the energy that I consistently have, it doesn't mean, you know, the Energizer Bunny every day, but I consistently have good energy to get through the day, to be there for my family, to be able to publish this magazine. There's just so many things that I would not be able to do efficiently if I was partaking regularly in alcohol. Absolutely. It frees up a lot of space not having it. It really in does. Your life. What benefits have you seen from not drinking? I have seen a huge change in my character. I am my best self now. I have patience for my children, for my husband, for my job. I have, like you said, not an abounding amount of energy, but I get more done in a day now than I ever did before when I was drinking. Yeah, I feel the same way. I go to sleep earlier than I ever did. And don't wake up at 3 a.m. Yeah, and don't, (laughs) don't wake up in the middle of the night trying to go back to sleep. I wake up early. And I wonder, too, how much of that is just the side effects of, okay, now that I'm not drinking, I'm not staying up late, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night, I'm getting eight hours of sound sleep, so I feel better. But just these 
little things that start to happen with good sleep, not eating too much. When I was drinking, I might have two dinners <laughs> you know, or a midnight snack. You know? Absolutely. We don't always make good choices when we've been drinking. Right. And that's right. one of them for sure. Yeah. What did you notice immediately? The clarity, the fogginess that lifted, the absence of headaches. Everything was just clearer in my life. Yeah. I feel like six months in, I felt more clarity than I had felt as an adult human being. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it only got better from there. And I even, this could be a little bit of an exaggeration, but there's so many things that feel like superpowers. Absolutely. Enhanced senses, enhanced clarity, being able to get the amount of things done that I'm able to get done every day. And it certainly, in a way, seems like the secret superpower that Mm -hmm. I didn't know existed as an adult. I thought I was supposed to walk around every day feeling stressed all the time, restless. I'm still tired sometimes. (laughs) But I think so often we just accept that as, as an adult, we're supposed to be dissatisfied, stressed, restless. And that isn't necessarily the case. At least for me, when alcohol was removed, a lot of that anxiety and angst seemed to disappear. Absolutely. I agree 100%. What do you notice now, four years in of not drinking? My accomplishments. I am working. I have two small children. I am in graduate school. I am healthy. None of that would have been possible if I was drinking still. What space that alcohol took up do you find yourself now filling? And you sort of touched on that just now. but Just having time to do things that are meaningful, having conversations with people that are meaningful and you remember them. My relationships are more intent. They're more, I'm just more available for my family and my friends. I definitely feel more present than I've ever felt. And being able to be there for my daughter. And, you know, she's 15 now. And so she only has two more years in the house and just being able to be there for her. And I've noticed too that things that I'm asked to do, even if they're last minute, they don't seem so overwhelming like they did in the past. It doesn't seem as if, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to get that done. You know, simple things. If we're invited to an event in Birmingham or Nashville and we want to drive home and sleep in our own beds, we can do that. You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so many little domino effects that you don't think of. And then I think also about the space that alcohol took up, and how that compounds day after day. And that's a sobering thought, pun intended. Absolutely. You'd have to think about, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get home? What did I have for lunch or for dinner so that I don't get too over-intoxicated? There's just so much that it fills your head, and you don't even know it until you get out of it. Right. You kind of have to game how you're going to do things. Yes, how you're going to approach this. And also, a lot of days were kind of centered around that. You know, well, how early can I leave work so I can go meet friends and drink and then wake up feeling, eh, 
not so good the next morning. With dry January, I think what's so interesting about all this is it's not just for people that don't drink. I do think it's a fact worth noting that a third of the population does not imbibe. But on top of that now, with this sober curious movement, you find people who are simply taking a break, which that makes sense. You know, it's nice to kind of give our livers a little break every now and again. Uh And so even people who drink are now very, very interested in taking a break for dry January or Sober October, you know, there's all these little hashtag names now. And the products that are out there blow my mind. There's so many. There's so many. Yeah. Because when we were growing up, there was Odul's. I think that I mean, was really, the only one. That's it. <laughs> and it wasn't offered at very many no. places. <laughs> and now there are thousands upon thousands. There are retailers where you can walk in. I know here in town, you can go to Liquor Express, and they have an entire non-alcoholic section. You can go to the wine cellar, and they have probably seven or eight or ten different Mm -hmm. kinds of wine. Mm -hmm. And of course, online, you can order thousands of different things. And that was when you turned me on to was the Groovy brand. And so I order that online and it's shipped right to my house. And if there's an event where I feel like I want a cocktail. You have your little celebratory, sparkly, bubbly thing. No one is any the wiser and I feel good about it. And I love that Groovy brand, too, because it's female-owned. And the story behind it is she was celebrating with her family one holiday, and they partied pretty hard, and they all woke up the next morning with awful headaches, feeling terrible. And they kept thinking, why don't I have an option where I don't feel terrible the next day? (laughs) And so... Which I think we've all felt, you know, we've all woken up and said, I'm never going to drink again. And so the concept behind her business and all the offerings from the sparkling options to the beers, it's just, I love that brand a lot. Do you have a favorite thing? I love their sangria that they make. They do it in limited batches. So you have to get on their... I guess their Instagram or their web page, and they will email you when it comes out. But they offer that in unique settings. And so I order that occasionally. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. What I think is super fun too are a lot of these plant based options coming out, like from Kins and Little Saints. And there's one called Hio that actually domains South. Yes. You can buy it there. And those have some type of mushroom and then these the, just these plant-based adaptogens, and that's nice because mm-hmm. it takes the edge off Yep, without the side effects, of course. And then what has been your favorite thing about not drinking? I would have to just say that I'm living my life and I can feel again. I'm not numb to things. I'm actually living, and I don't know how to put that really into words other than before when I was drinking, I didn't have that sense. My senses were dulled. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all vibrant now. I feel the same way. And some days are more emotional and hard, but I feel like I feel all of that. And it doesn't seem permanent. I know in my head because of the clarity that it's temporary. And so being able to go through those highs and lows and ebbs and flows 
and know that I can do it. You can weather the storm. I can weather the storm. I have that inner strength. Yes. Is It's pretty empowering. It absolutely is. For sure. My confidence. I'm so proud yeah. of myself. I don't yeah. need a drink to mingle with other people. And I don't know about you, but that first year, I definitely still felt awkward. You know, I had that, what do I do with my hands kind of feeling, even at events. And now that disappeared. I don't miss it. I don't think about it. It's just not even a factor. And although I love a nice little mocktail or non-alcoholic wine or something like that, I also find myself just content with having water. It's not necessary. (laughs) It's not necessary to have a drink, to have a good time or to be social. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, Denisa, you're originally from Huntsville, but you now live in Savannah. Yes. Have you noticed a lot of places in Savannah having options? Absolutely. All of the nicer restaurants in town have non-alcoholic options on the menu. And it's not a question anymore. It's more just mainstream that not everyone's going to drink with their dinner. So, yeah, yeah, it's very nice. There are bars that offer non-alcoholic options. I was just in New York with my daughter and... Every single place we went had a menu, and not just one, but various options. Uh And that was a neat experience because at 15, she was able to order all these options too, which is, you know, like a Shirley Temple, but a little more upscale, a little cooler. And so that was a neat experience to be able to go to places with her and share that. And late at night, we came back to the hotel one night and she wanted to go to the bar at the hotel and they welcomed us with open arms and we had our mocktails and even the waiters came over and commented on, that's so neat that you can do this together. I think it's a gift that you're giving her that you are modeling that you do not have to partake in this lifestyle to have fun. You're showing her that you can have a good time without it. And I've even noticed in Huntsville, some places now have it on the menu. And then I had an experience with a friend not too long ago. We were leaving La Esquina, which I love. I love going there and ordering a non-alcoholic margarita. And we were leaving and we overheard a woman ask the waiter, do you have any non-alcoholic options? And I thought, wow, okay, all right, here we go, Huntsville. People are catching on. Yeah. So... Are there any things you can think of that we haven't touched on today that you want to share? You know, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Take it one day at a time. Thinking about it as a whole month might be a little overwhelming for some people. So if you just break it down into manageable pieces. So today, I'm not going to drink. And then tomorrow, make the next best choice for yourself and see how you feel. And maybe you do it for a second day and just... Taking it one day at a time, little bits at a time, makes it a lot more manageable. And then also changing up your behavior. So if you know that at 6 o'clock when you're making dinner, which was my favorite thing to do, was to make dinner and have a glass of wine while I was cooking and then have a glass of wine while I was eating, change that behavior. So we ate out a little bit more often or we went for walks during that time. So whatever it is that triggers you to take that first sip, just make a change. Yeah. I think it's important to remember that we're each on our own journey. And so don't get too hung up on if you commit to a month and you don't do that full month, don't think, 
oh, this is such a waste. Sure. None of it's a waste. None of it. And so whatever that looks like for you, whether it's cutting back or abstaining, just go with it. And I think if you, you know, when you meditate on it and reflect on it and pray on it, you'll know what makes sense Mm -hmm. for your life. Absolutely. I think it was dry January that opened my eyes to a life without drinking because I didn't make it through my first month Mm -hmm. of not drinking. And so when I sat with that and thought about what was it that I couldn't do it for a full month. And so that sat with me for a while. And I realized that alcohol had become more in control than I would have liked for it to have been. Yeah. I think this voice just kept on kind of pecking at my head. And for a few years, we cut back. I wouldn't think that we necessarily, as people say, had a problem. But I think in small and big ways, it can be a problem. But for me, even with that cutting back, I still didn't think I was being the best version of myself when I would imbibe. And that waking up the next day and just not feeling my best, that just, it never felt quite right. And so that little voice never really went away until I decided to just, hey, why not see if I can do this challenge? And I didn't tell anyone immediately because I thought, well, I don't want to vocalize this to the world and then change my mind. And so it was a few months in before I actually started saying anything. And then when I got to six months, I thought, well, if I can do six months, I can do a year. And then at a year is when the urge just simply disappeared. Absolutely. And and so then it was like, okay, well, why not just keep doing this and see where it goes? And you get more and more years under your belt. And then it's just, it's a lifestyle that you would never want to give up again. True. True. I love you, friend. I love you more, friend. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You gave me my life back. Just so you know that. I want that on tape. (laughs) You're an angel. You really are a gift for me. I'm trying to hold back tears. Thank you. You're a gift. You inspire me. Love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our Huntsville City Lifestyle podcast. Stay connected with us on Instagram at Huntsville City Lifestyle or read more at citylifestyle.com. I hope you enjoyed learning more about our city. See you soon.